hi everyone. My name is Brett Deering. I am the founder for Business Owners Exchange, fashionately known as BXO. Sitting here working from my home office, I wanted to just give you and share with you uh, for a quick couple of minutes some of the concerns that business owners have been talking about in regards to the phase two uh, startup of the country, which I think everybody is anticipating uh, with uh, some positivity, but also with some concerns in regards to what business owners are really focusing on. So I'm sharing with you a survey that Insperity, a payroll uh, company that really focuses on helping and servicing business owners around payroll and employee management, did a survey of about well over 10,000 employees. And what they found here was that there were roughly about eight to 10 real concerns uh, that business owners had when it came to starting back on phase two of the reopening. So if you take a look at the list, the first one you'll see here is sustaining through economic slowdown. One of the things at BXO that we're talking about in July and that we'll be launching is what's called the 24-month recovery. This is gonna be talking specifically about the things that you can do, the steps you can take as a business owner to be able to not only sustain your business, but also to help steepen the growth recovery of your business as it's been impacted by COVID-19. So be on the lookout for one of our invites in regards to the 24-month recovery, where we'll be covering the secret sauce as to how some business owners have been able to continue to grow their business through challenging pandemics, as well as the recession in 2008. We're gonna share with you uh, some of those secrets. The second is employee well-being and mental health. I think we all have been stressed uh, to, our, to our limits to some degree being locked up here in our homes uh, safely, I might add. Uh, but now as we start to move back into phase two, uh, business owners are concerned about making sure that their employees are healthy, both physically and mentally. And we'll talk a little bit about some of the things that you can do to help support that. Return to work considerations, workplace safety. Uh, I can tell you that these uh, conversations have been sometimes even heated uh, around what takes place and how you should come in and when you should come in, especially if you're in a major metropolitan area like a New York City uh, or a Chicago or a, a Los Angeles, uh, where there might be some public transportation that you have to take from your door to get to your office seat. And so there are some concerns that owners have expressed about that. And you wanna make sure that you have a team that's sitting down focusing on those areas for you uh, to make sure that you have a very what's transparent and most importantly, uh, a very effective and active plan around making sure that you're keeping uh, your employees safe. Uh, the other component of it too is employee engagement and sustaining the relationship and culture. I mean, wow, I can tell you over the last uh, two weeks, the conversations that I've been having in both network groups as well as individual groups with business owners, um, you know, there seems to be these two different constituencies, those that are going back to work and then those that may not necessarily feel comfortable to go back to work. Uh, and there's been kind of this, this, this conversation that's been somewhat heated uh, from those that are saying, hey, I'm coming to work. Why can't you come to work? Um, that is a culture that you know, uh, no sooner want to cultivate uh, in your business and you want to make sure that uh, you're able as, a, as the culture agent of your business to make sure that you disrupt that culture right away. Uh, and some of the things that you can do is make sure that regardless if people are still working from home or they're working in your office, make sure that you have connective opportunities uh, for them to be able to, to participate with one another uh, via Zoom, uh, to be able to cooking shows and or cooking challenges, may even have uh, a poker night and or you just may have a social chat room where you can sit down and have conversations where you're staying connected. But most importantly, above all else, it's where does that person feel comfortable 
and and is their product limit, uh, productivity level staying the same and or is it even increasing? Uh, what you might be surprised is some of the employees that have stayed at home as productivity levels, levels have increased. And so from your perspective, um, that is a definite bonus. And we'll talk about some of the opportunities uh, now that you have this stay at home feature uh, that you can now access as a part of your business. Innovation and rethinking of your business model. Within the 24-month recovery webinar that we're going to have, and it's also a workshop, we'll talk specifically about what you should do around the sustainability of your business and what happens if you have elongated um, terms or time period when it comes to the disruption of your business. Um, does that mean that you should stick tight with your business model? Should you make tweaks and or should you even um, potentially start a new business venture? So these are the kind of things that we want to talk about in preparing you for kind of the launch uh, of uh, the phase two for COVID-19. Just a few more here. Uh, meeting terms for loan forgiveness, probably taken over 100 phone calls from business owners, all well-intentioned. Uh, what I would say, rule number one, make sure that you stay in touch with your bank. Rule number two, understand what documentation that you need to have uh, to submit the forgiveness for your loans. And then rule number three, most importantly, make sure that you totally understand the terms uh, that you have to uh, meet for that forgiveness right? Don't make the assumptions. As a lot of people said, I'm going to front load my payroll, Brad. No, it has to be incurred costs over that eight-week, now 24-week period. And you want to make sure you understand and underline uh, what incurred means from an expense perspective, both as a payroll expense as well as a non-payroll expense. Changing skills and capabilities required for employees. I can tell you that this is the sharpening of the tool stage of the relaunch. Uh, your business model, regardless if you think it has or hasn't, has changed. And one of the things that you want to make sure is that you're equipping your employees to be able to feel confident, uh, to be able to pivot along with the changes of your business. Now, you have two ways that you can actually embrace this change in your business. You can uh, openly embrace it and openly be a leader of that change and help your business uh, and as well as your employees to come up to speed with those changes and actually use that as an opportunity and an advantage for you or you can embrace it from the perspective of really not trying to understand it and or not making the changes or equipping your team to be able to help uh, take advantage of those changes. So these are just a few of the things that you wanna be mindful of as you start to transition your mindset from safety to growth. Uh, last thing is meeting increased demand for products and services. Uh, I can't tell you how many business owners I've seen uh, in the manufacturing space been disrupted by China. Um, and it was devastating for them. And one of the things that we talk about is what have you learned? What are some of the things that you can do differently? Uh, and this might be an opportunity for a partnership where you can look for a company that's here in the United States that may make a different type of product uh, that could be expansive to what you bring uh, from a product uh, offering perspective, but also has the bandwidth and capacity to maybe manufacture some of the products that you're making abroad. The other thing too is, you know, you could really think about this in two forms. Either you can uh, grow that in, in the uh, domestic distribution and manufacturing organically or inorganically. And so maybe if you want to think about organically, what are some of the relationships? Who are the people that you need to start formulating those relationships with so that you're able to start creating that structure for manufacturing here in the States? The other question is, what percentage of your overall manufacturing do you want here in the States? Because if you're thinking that this type of disruption won't happen again, 
uh, clearly that's probably not the best mindset. You want to be prepared, right? You don't want to eat into your margins, but you also want to make sure that you're prepared so that if something like this does happen again, um, that it's not nearly as disruptive as it probably was the first time that it happened when uh, COVID started to, to, to move forward uh, in, in early uh, April and March uh, from that perspective. So the last thing I'll say to you is think about BXO as your resource and tool. Think about it from the perspective of there's a lot of great uh, business owner, peer-to-peer -peer advisory groups that are out there, phenomenal. But if you're really thinking about how you can customize the changes that are necessary in your business uh, to be successful in steepening your growth curve, then give us a call. Just reach out to us at info at bizexchange.com. That's info at busownexchange.com. Most importantly, everyone, be safe. Be good to one another. These are challenging times for all of us, but we will get through it. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to our team here at BXO as we'd be more than happy uh, to help you in any form and fashion that you need to be able to make sure that your business is on track for growth. Until next time, guys, have a great day.